Canes fans, Canes fans, what's up? This is your host, 365 June. I'm with my co-host, 365, Steve-O, Steve-O, TDD. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? I'm doing good, man. It's, a, it's another week here talking about the Canes, man. How could we not be, you know, a little more excited each week we get to, to come on here and, and express things on how we feel and, and give our, you know, points of views and yeah, got a lot what to talk we're about seeing, today. right? You but know what I'm saying? this week we got an exciting recruiting class to talk about because obviously the early, early signing period uh, just passed and yeah. on the offensive side of the ball on the defensive side of the ball we struck yeah we did so we did uh, we have the number 11 class in the nation right now according to 247 um, that can change if we land some big prospects you know closing in February um, so yeah we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that you know going forward but you know um, we did break. We are breaking it up. Uh, we will talk about the offensive commits first, and then the defensive commits second, which I think you know hold the better part of the class. Well, the more of the top end talent for sure. Right, where your five stars are. Yeah, but, but that doesn't. Yeah, that doesn't have uh, any less of the impact of how excited we are for this offensive class coming in. You know, you got guys like Romello Brinson. You can start there. Obviously, at the top, QB. Yeah, <laughs> oh, Mr. Garcia. Yeah, um, man. So we're we're faring well on the offensive side of the ball right now, and um, it's just kudos to you know Rhett Lashley, Rob Likens. Um, you know, I know obviously you know Lashley's been on Jake very hard, and you know the fan base has been going crazy. You know, Garcia to the U, everybody just you know was all in, and you know, that's nice to see. You gotta love Hurricanes Twitter. First of all, shout out to Hurricanes Twitter. Everybody that participates, the trolls and all. But, you know, you got to appreciate yeah, shout out Kane's, to Kane's Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Got to love Kane's Twitter. So, I mean, yeah, speaking of Kane's Twitter, you know, some crazy things have been happening lately. Um, so, big announcement. Um, we'll be working, like, you know, side by side with Kane's Insight, you know, contributing to the site. Um, they reached out. It was crazy. I still couldn't believe. It. I told. I told him. I didn't know who. He said his name was Danny, and it automatically like popped in my head. Like, yo, that's D Money. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, I can't even believe this happening right now. He's like, yeah. I was like, damn. Yeah, no. It, you you got to shout out to Kane's insight specifically as well. Um, yeah, man. They're, 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 they're great people too, man. Kane Twitter shows love, and and obviously the love gets shown to where you know it, it it's deserved, and I think that's speaking into this, but. Uh, shout out to them. It's it's an exciting thing to to be a part of and and work with. Like you said, you know, side by side, we're all in this together. So we're excited for that. Um, we're hoping that you know, obviously, everybody else is excited as well. We we got work to do, right? I mean, we're excited yeah. to keep uh, getting this film content out. Steve O's been doing an amazing job on that. So kudos to him. But uh, the grind the grind don't stop, and it and it and it's just getting started. So. Yep, you know, it's it's on the bigger and better things. And speaking of bigger and better things, um, you know, since we are going to be speaking of the offensive recruits, I'm going to start, you know, with the most important, you know, which I told you, you know, earlier, you know, watching film, like who who is the guy I told you to watch? I mean, it's a, it's a it's a it's a few of them. Shit, who at who at O line did I tell oh, you to yeah, watch? Oh yeah, yeah, 
Ryan Rodriguez. <laughs> Ryan Rodriguez. My bad. I thought you meant in general. You're talking specific. Yes, Ryan Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah man. And as soon as I played the tape, I called him back. I was like, yo, this <laughs> this is my guy right here. He works at IHOP part-time just making pancakes. Yeah, he's flipping them. <laughs> he's, he flips them. Look, watching somebody on the offensive line, and for anybody who doesn't know, that's my style. Like, I love skill positions, but football is one in the trenches. It starts there, and, and whoever's getting that push up front is going to win a game. So the fact that you have that attitude on the offensive line, and that's not even the only person in this class who has attitude like him, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about the other ones. Um, but just watching him go out and finish every play. I mean, you look at his highlight tape, and, and he doesn't take a playoff. He's trying to pancake every person take them to the ground finish the play make sure that they have nothing to do with what can happen on that play and that's every down so if you want to look at like a Westbrook what Russell Westbrook type of uh attitude where you know up and down the court he's he's not taking off this this attitude man is what the Hurricanes uh offensive line needs yeah um we definitely need him um he's he's probably my favorite recruit at O-line I I love what we're bringing in at O-line um but he is my favorite due to that attitude um, he's just he, he just has a motor that you know he's gonna finish that play and um, he's gonna lay on a guy and he's gonna talk he's gonna tell you you know you can see him talking like exactly. you know, he he brings that type of swagger and um I just think even if he you know I would love to see him you know put some you know more weight on and get stronger in our strength and conditioning program so when he does step on the field you know he will be ready um, but just like having a guy with that type of intensity is contagious in the in the room exactly so and that's and what i love to, about him it speaks to you know probably where he comes from and 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 what he was doing when he was a kid so i'm, I'm glad that he, we got him and, and listen when you look at ryan rodriguez at 280 right now he's gonna have to put the weight on and he will put the weight on because he knows that the type of style he plays is going to come with – you look at Juju Smith-Schuster being the target on the field because of his TikTok antics. This guy's going to be one of those guys that guys want to try to get because they know that he's going to get them if you can't get him. And Quentin Nelson is not a talent thing. I'm just saying. The attitude – I'm a Colts fan, so I'm, I'm big <laughs> on Quentin Nelson. It's the attitude that's going to win at the line of scrimmage. I got one thing, side note, uh, for Quentin Nelson. <laughs> Hard Rock Stadium. Yes, sir. Hard Rock Stadium. Yes, sir. I'm not Him gonna, and I'm, I was McGlinchey. not. A, I was not a Quentin Nelson fan at, the, at, at that time. <laughs> it was, it but, was more so at the end. Yeah, no, right now he, he's an elite uh, guard. Um, but yeah, now he does show those traits that, um, like I told you, when they said, uh, "What's the one thing about Ryan Rodriguez that you know he always does no matter what?" And you know they said, "Seeks out contact." So like that. That's just what you want to see. You know, we do have other linemen. Like, I'm really excited about Michael McLaughlin, um, four-star tackle out of Stoneman Douglas, you know, transferred in from out of state. Um, he used to be a tight end, so, you know, he had that quick feet. You know, he was able to catch the ball. Um, but he's around 6'7", like 300 right now. And just that size, 6'7", like, one of, like we're stacking. Like, we took Chris Washington last year who was 6'7". He's over 300 pounds. Like, our bench is just not going to look the same no more. Like, when we get off the bus, um, it's not all about size because, you know, you don't want just big guys who can't move. Like, you know, a lot of these guys are moving. Like, when I showed you Lawrence Seymour tape, he down there blocking safety. <laughs> that, boy's, 
that boy's on the third level. Pancake and pancake and safeties. I'm trying to tell he's, you, he's at he's at. I love Big Baby. He's at Denny's. Yeah, yeah. He's at Denny's. He's at Denny's. He, he flipping his pancakes. <laughs> Look, like Michael though, Michael McLaughlin, he's as big as he is, and he understands how big he is and how imposing he is. And when you watch his film, you see him seek out the contact as well and impose his will and weight and strength and height on the game. He understands how to use his body at his position. Yeah. yeah. Um, one thing that pops out when I watch McLaughlin's tape is he knows how long his arms are. Like, he really has a knack for, you know, for someone his size, you can get beat with speed sometimes, but he really knows how to position his hands in, like, a non-holding position. Like, he can, you know, he'll push a guy's shoulder pad, and, you know, they'll stumble real quick, and he'll recover real quick if there was every time he was beaten. Um, so he's really good at using his hands. Um, and obviously you don't want him to use his hands too much to the point where he's holding. Um, but, you know, you just want to make sure with those long arms, you know, you could reach somebody. You don't want to overreach. So it's nice that he has the quick feet to go along with it. So if he has his arm extended on somebody, they're not just going to be blowing past him. He's going to be kick sliding, which is obviously, you know, left foot up, right foot, you know, going back. Again, you know, minusing your depth um, to keep him out wide. That's when the quarterback steps up in the pocket. Um, so that's really nice to see out of him. And, you know, again, David Feely, like, you know, he's an MVP out here. We're going to, uh, you know, get these guys in this 5.45 a.m. lifting for as freshmen. <laughs> and it's just, you know, they're going to be ready. And you know that, that that's the thing. They're going to be ready. They have the attitude. And that's what comes with this class. I mean, you can say that. You know, we've said this before, whatever you want to say. This class feels like they're the class. Yeah, and a lot of classes have felt like that. So I try to temper my expectations, mm-hmm. but you just, you know, you have to be excited. It's just what really makes a difference in this class is is the quality of O-linemen that we are bringing. And then, you know, stacking that on top of, you know, Jalen Rivers last year, you know, Isaiah Walker last year, it kind of makes me think like, all right, we're not adding all this skill position talent for no reason. Like sometimes, you know, <laughs> like we know in 2017 and 2018, you know, we had in 2019 as well, you know, we had, you know, offensive talent that, you know, was not able to shine it like they should. And that usually, you know, fell on the offensive line. You know, quarterback play definitely took a, a big uh, blame in that yeah. thing. But uh, the offensive but line play just hasn't been there. the offensive line in like yes. the year with Jaron Williams. That was one of the longest seasons. But yeah. listen, I, the fact that, like you said, we are going for these type of guys and, and getting them and getting them is a credit to uh, to the recruitment and it, it's a, it's it's where it's like I said it, this is where it starts and you can get all the skill positions you want you can have you know even the quarterback so but until you have a dominant even just defensive line you can have you have to have both sides of the balls uh, ball yeah, excuse me playing need, on playing on all cylinders. If you want to compete in college football, you need a football, left tackle. Bro. Football, listen, man. Yeah. Football. Well, not, well not, in college football, you can get away with it. Um, in football and NFL, you need you know left tackle to right tackle. Right, right. To be honest, right. you you need left to right. In college, you really need a left tackle, a center, and a and a right tackle, and you know anything you get from your guards is extra, because that's where the most of the pressure is going to be coming from one on one. You just need your guards to be able to, you know, pick up 
you know stunts which we haven't all year like if we could pick up stunts like just saying because our offensive guards aren't going to drive anybody off the field like okay that's not who they are they're not maulers right. um but if they could just pick up the stunts you know you know show some quickness not that, you know you don't lost. have exactly so that if you could have competent guard play with you know elite you know tackles and center controlling at the line of scrimmage and making sure that's the recipe um, for a good offensive line because, you know, a, a great left tackle is going to, you know, be a left guard, an average left guard's best friend. So um, you just need to, you know, recruit those elite tackles because we've had good guard play. We've had good guard play. And then, boom, it's always been the tackles. Like 2019 with, you know, Zion at tackle, it was horrible. You know, no next thing to Zion, he was a freshman, you know, throwing in that position. He prepared a lot better this year after you know being in that weight room for a year so that's why i temper my expectations for our freshman linemen i I do want them to get a chance to you know grow strong and then be able to compete uh, you know with grown men out there no one's going to care if you're a freshman if you step on the field yes sir you got to compete now i want to talk about lawrence seymour a little more (laughs) because we were mentioning him being able to get to that third level but the pop that he has when he gets off the ball on the run block yeah, he, he kind of looked like a like like a DN shooting off the ball. Like it's crazy. And he's he's in your chest. You're gonna feel him at first impact, and then he, much like Ryan Rodriguez, has that driving factor where he wants to finish the play. Keeps those legs turning. And that's how you see the pop. It, it's so beneficial because the what he does is he'll pop the he'll pop the D tackle, and then he's already off him. Going Get to the, the second linebacker. level. And if the linebacker is with it, he's either going to have to drive him. But if he's not with it, he's off him. Yeah, remember, <laughs> that, play, the third level. remember that play we watched um, where you saw him pull and he got the linebacker. First, he chipped off a D tackle that shot the gap. He chipped him, then went upfield to a linebacker, and then pancaked that safety. Like he he blocked in all three levels of the of the team. I <laughs> like, like his footwork. Like, I, I think he has really good footwork. He's quick, and he I like when when he pulls. That pop, that initial pop, can open yeah, so much. Yeah, that holes. one, that one to two step quickness that he shows is crazy for you know alignment. It is really crazy. I'm not gonna lie. Um, you you see him leading the hole. Running backs got their hand on his back, you know, reading, and it's not like the running backs are even going slow. Like you know, they they're still picking up right. speed, and you know, he's out there ready, still running, ready, like ready, you know, free block. You know, looking for somebody. It's so, like a screenplay. Yeah. Speaking of screenplays, <laughs> oh my God, we have so much talent coming in on offense, and it's just ridiculous. Like I've showed you all the all the tape. You know, we I I watch you know their full games right. to make sure that you know I, I like to see what a guy does every snap. You know, the highlight tapes are great, um, but being a player myself, I know you know that could be misleading. You got to know what like, they can and can't do just to just to have that, or what they do over um, the course of a game. I don't want to see your best clip. Uh, I want to see what happened if you dropped the pass. What what'd you do the next play? I want to see how you're playing when it's, you know, third quarter uh, yeah. and you're down 17. Yeah, are you blocking on the perimeter? Like, they, those are things that I look for, especially with the receivers. Uh, Melo's a dog. He blocks crazy. Uh, Melo likes dog. that contact. Yeah, Melo's a dog. Um, that's Romelo Brinson, four-star receiver out of Miami Northwestern. Um, you know, he did, you know, back off. He was previously committed to us. And he backed off his commitment, you know, last year after the FIU debacle. Um, so 
to get him Fair back enough. in the, I mean, Dan Enos. Yeah, exactly. Fair enough. And, like, <laughs> it felt so bad, you know, these kids wanting to stay home. And, like, that's why, like, they, you know they wanted to be Canes because once we got a glimmer of hope on offense, they were back on board. It's like, like, oh, wait. Like, yeah, Lashley came in. King came in. Rob Likens came in. Garen Justice came in. And we didn't even play a snap yet. And Romelo Brinson's back in the class. Jacoby George, who also decommitted after, you know, the debacle last year. Um, so those two, you know, jump back in the class, and you know those, they, you know, they had options, bro. Like they could have slid elsewhere, and you know, they said, okay, yeah, you got to look at, you got to look at Rhett Lashley's job, you know, and how he's done play calling and designing for the talent. Like he came to Miami with Rhett Lashley came to Miami, like, oh my God, look at all these toys. Yeah, I, I, I believe so. Like, there's no way once once he got to Miami, and you know, we we have so much talent on the perimeter so much talent at running back just top end talent like you know between the freshman and and cam and even burns as a talented fourth string running back mm-hmm. like we have depth at every position but o-line so we we, we dove in on that you know we're getting the o-line right you know it's going to be a work in progress but um you know no, any step forward is a great step but like we're bringing in some talent at receiver like just like Romello Brinson, he's 6'2", 185. He's that deep speed outside threat, but he can j- locate the football in the air and, you know, high point it. Like, it's a talent that, you know, you just have to know when to jump. You have to be ready, you know, to be, f- like, held, whatever the case may be. Like, you're just just go up and get that ball. And that's what he shows consistently on the tape. It's just even on cap- catches, you know, um, that on you know slighter defenders on competition wise, even though he doesn't see much of that at Northwestern, they always play good competition. Um, he's still elevating and making the play, so you just want to continue to see him like evolve and you just imagine what he can do in like our offense. Exactly, and I mean at the end of the day, when you pull up a highlight film or or if you're watching film or watching a game, and you see a receiver that goes up at the highest point and always goes up at the highest point and more than likely comes down with it, you can't not fall in love. Yeah, and um, even for his size, he has great footwork. Um, you know, he did play Jason Marshall, a five-star cornerback out of um, Palmetto, who's committed to Florida, and the quarterback missed him so much. He was cooking Jason Marshall. Um, he has a very good jab stick at the top of the route. So basically, if you're wherever side you're lined up at receiver, your inside leg is up top. So the re- quarterback, I mean, the quarterback is to my right. I'm going to have my right foot up or, you know, vice versa to the left. Um, so a jab stick is that push, you know, towards the right where you don't really take a step. It's kind of like a little hop. And then you drop that next foot, boom, boom, with the double. And then, you know, you're gone. And he did this to Jason Marshall like twice, like back to back. And the quarterback missed him in the end zone. And then, you know, he hit him with <laughs> he hit him with a stutter on a dig route. And, oh, my God, like his route running is, is pretty good. It's freakish. Like he has that, you know, you see the Jerry Judys come out of this area with that type of route running ability. And, you know, he's showing that it's not like seven on seven. Like this is, you know, 11 on 11 pads, like, you know, down here showing yes, that sir. elite route running ability. So like to couple that with because that's what a number one receiver is. Everybody always has this m- misconception that a number one receiver is a guy who just goes out and gets the ball high in the air on the outside. Like, no, a number one receiver has to, you know, excel in all three phases. It doesn't matter your body type. You have to excel in short passes. You need to be able to get open 
and get separation for intermediate game for first downs. You need to be able to create explosive plays down the field. That's the number one receiver. It doesn't matter what size you are. It's what about it's about what you can do. And in the NFL, guys like perfect example, Tyreek Hill. It don't matter what yeah. size you are. That's the number one receiver right there because yes. at all three levels of the game. He can affect it. Yeah. Man. Speaking of Tyreek Hill, I mean, <laughs> we could just start talking about Broussard Smith right now oh, if you yeah. want to. Like, remember uh, my favorite play uh, from him? If you guys ever watch his tape, uh, look at the second play on his junior tape. It's a kick return. He actually doesn't have the ball. He runs like thirty yards, like freakishly fast. He like covers this. Like he would have ran like a three nine. <laughs> yeah, he he cleared it just to throw a block. And then and it that's led fun. To a it led to a touchdown. And then when I saw that play, I literally paused and I was like, "Damn!" I'm like I want somebody who plays this hard. Like he don't even have the ball. And he's a receiver. We're not we're not talking about a running back. We're not talking about a tight end or a defensive player. We're talking about a receiver at five eight. Yeah, he's like five nine. Five eight, five nine. Yeah, one ninety. Contact, he's compact. Looking to go get it. Yeah, like. I'm not gonna do that, but he he definitely he definitely is a solid guy who can go ahead and grab the ball with one hand. He doesn't need two hands. Yeah, you saw that. He doesn't um, need two hands. A few times, even so, even on the in defenders which, grabbing them. Which you know in Miami's world, you can say that they've had issues with drops, right? You find a For guy sure. like this. You find a guy like Romello, sure-handed, solid. It, it, it just it just makes you feel a certain way, and not not to talk. You know, this is not a down talk on on our current receivers because you can go back and run the tape. <laughs> we we love we love our guys over there, and um, I think they do a great job nonetheless. But you always going to be excited for what's coming new, and and when you get when you get a chance to have a guy from Miami Palmetto like Rashard Smith, a guy like Jacoby George, a guy yeah. like uh, Romello Brinson. I mean, yeah. and then you look at the tight end class like. It's yeah, exciting. Yeah, but before we even move to tight end, you know Jacoby George is my favorite commit of this class. Um, he does. He did go to Plantation. You know, I, I, you know, I went to Plant Middle. I went to Plant. You know, so mm-hmm. I, I'm very happy to see. Um, Plants down the street. Man. You feel me? So I'm very happy to see like local, local. Uh, you know, making it. I love when the last one we had go to the U was Brandon McGee. Uh, so you know that's that's nice for us. Uh, but. <laughs> He's just so smooth, bro. So explosive, so smooth. And it's just when you make it look easy against good competition, that makes me think, you know, what you're going to do when the competition is upped. Like, it's, it's, it might not look that easy, but you're going to have that type of ability to, you know, make those plays. Mm-hmm. And speaking of route running ability that Melo brings, you know, Jacoby George, um, shout out to TA. If you guys don't know, Gofi Global. Shout Gofie out to them. TA. You know, he trains a lot of our uh, receivers and, you know, just players in general from Al Blaze to Corey Couch, um, you know, Xavier Restrepo, Van Dyke, you know, Mike Harley, a bunch of these guys and, you know, including George and, you know, their footwork be immaculate. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, you could go on Instagram right now yeah. if you want to check. And, and Jacoby George's footwork is immaculate. I'm just telling you, I've seen it first person, like, you know, not going to not gonna get too deep into that but i've seen the feet work in person like it's crazy um and and you mentioned the word smooth that does come to mind when you watch a when you watch a film because he's not the fastest but he makes getting around the field and getting to the ball and getting open look effortless and when you have the footwork separation is just going to be your best friend so 
I, I like the way that he looks in the sense of, like you said, he makes it look easy. And it's so easy. It, it's, it's, it's just silky when he's running his routes, breaking on the ball, <clears throat> going to get it. He can go and attack the ball as well. I think he, he has a knack for getting to the ball as well. So I'm excited to see what we can do. We, we love running those bubble screens and those jailbreaks. Yeah, he's and definitely these, one of those. These guys, these guys in this class here are, are literally fit for that. And not to mention the guys that we already have in that room that, you know, Restrepo was, was. Yeah, you already know I'm a big Restrepo fan. So you already know that. You know, I'm also very uh, – I don't want to get too much into the receivers from last year, but, you know, Dad's Warsham, just watch out for him. Mm-hmm. He has the best route running ability, according to, you know, a couple of people on the team and uh, from the freshmen, at least. So that's that's nice to see. Um, but or here and um, we do. You did mention tight ends. So we have Elijah Arroyo, bro. This man is a monster. He had multiple games this year with like three or more touchdowns and, you know, I just I remember watching one of his games and he's playing in Jerry World and I'm just looking up like he's out here balling getting his touchdown and then you know he's looking up at the big screen getting hype looking at him balling like that's what I just knew I was just like I sit by the TVs in Hard Rocks you know where we sit at well you know we sit in that we sit in the area uh, by that big not next to the big TV but you know we sit on that side by the big TV and I, I just imagined him. You know, making a big play and just, you know, looking up to my right and seeing arms it on crossed. the big screen, arms crossed. Like, I just thought to myself, I was like, yeah, man, I can't wait to see that. Like, he's kind of like Mallory and Brevin in one. He makes it look easy. If we're talking about, you know, using using that phrase, making it look easy, the way he gets off the ball and then finds the ball, to me, he's always open. Must be to the quarterback, too, but to me, he's always open. And when you got a tight end, that has the ability to always be open and always be able to be a be an available <laughs> blanket for that quarterback. Yeah, and then just make explosive plays. Like he's you know, he's out here running post routes. He's you know he's, slot. he's running stop and goes on the outside. He's running you know he's running you know post corners. He's showing some footwork. Um, I've seen some you know you already know I'd be diving him. So I've seen some workout tape of him you know doing his feet work. I like to see. The first thing I like to do for any pass catcher is I try to find out what comeback. I try to look for a comeback route, and I look. I'm counting the steps you take on your comeback, bro, and I'm judging. So he passed the test, and uh, you. I mean, you 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 came out to the field. I mean, you know how much steps it's supposed to be. So like, you know, it better be three, or or, you know, even for a tight end, you know, for him to pull that off, that was nice. But um, you know, he 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 passed my check when I seen the comeback routes. You're supposed to always, you know, if you're, you're breaking outside, so you want to use your first step to be your inside um, foot. So when your right foot, which is the outside step, um, outside foot goes forward, slows your momentum down, and your third step, which is going to be back to your inside leg, plants and you push back outside. And that's how you drive back to the sideline. Um, so if you do it the opposite way, you have to force yourself to take that fourth step. So, you know. We want separation, so we minus in that. So when I when I seen we want that, separation. yeah, you feel me. So when I seen Arroyo doing that, those are the little things. You know, that's what that's something. You know, a guy's supposed to get taught when he goes to college. So you know, having him, you know, doing that already is nice. But uh, to be honest, what you think about Khalil Brantley? I know you watched the tape. Yeah, no, Khalil. Khalil's fun because <laughs> Khalil's fast. Yeah, he's moving. Khalil's fast, right? He's what? Do we got a height on Khalil? Can I get his height? Yeah. Looking like six two. Yeah, he's like 6'1 and a half, six two. Looking looks looks six three out there, but six one and a half, six two will do. 
Um, he's obviously a smaller tight end, um, but when you see him line up outside, he looks like a wide receiver. So plays like a dude. The way that we're going to be able to, in my mind, the way I imagine it, utilize a quicker tight end who can get open, beat his one-on-one, find a hole in the zone, get the yak. Yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> I think of it like this. Like, Brevin and Mallory are awesome tight ends, um, but neither of them have. He can also block. Yeah, he can I've seen block. Him, I've seen him block. Mallory and Brevin are awesome tight ends. Uh, what Khalil would bring is just a different burst. And like more acceleration for those like short throws. I love how we get Brevin and Mallory going short, and you know once they get that stride going, they're just hard to tackle. Yes, you know that. And um, but I feel like the some of the quick game, you know, would excel with Brantley a little better, just because you know of that quickness. I'm not saying he'll he'll be better than those um guys, but I'm just saying like that's a you know something that he brings to the offense that I'm very excited about. Like, think about I'm like how I would use Brantley is you go back to you know 2017 you turn on the Njoku tape and you just look at the route tree that he ran you know from posts to corners to comebacks to digs right. to post digs to you know post I mean, stops like everything like literally you know um post curls like he literally he he didn't run just a normal curl like he had to run the post curl like he's fading around like those are these are things that show like he has that route running ability where he you know he can run like christopher hernan christopher right, hernan ran right. all the routes in the route tree right. so not saying that brevin and mallory can't um but when you have the speed to in that he has it, it allows you to run some of the other routes um, so I'm very excited about that. And I think, you know, he's a dog. I, I like how he, he signed in on Miami early. Like, he was signed before signing day. Like, he's out there recruiting hard. So I, I love Brantley. He's the ambassador, and you know, he's one of my favorites in the class. He's been down since, the, you know, Kane's Twitter. If you're on Kane's Twitter, you know, you always see Brantley repping. That's a fact. You always see him repping, and I, I fuck with that. I ain't going to lie. I, I fuck with Brantley. You guys. I, I and, wish him all and I the do best. Like, I do like the idea, you know, of using him in that in that short game um, with big playability because you're running a short game, but with a guy like Khalil Brantley, that's a guy that can make something out of not necessarily nothing, but more than what he would, you know, the average tight end would, or even in a sense, a Brevin or Will. Not to say, like you said, that he's going to be better or anything like that, but the the explosiveness. Um, and 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 quick feet ability. Yeah, the short that, area quickness. You know, with these linebackers, man, these linebackers are getting faster by the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna talk about some linebackers next time. You know, we got yeah. our own. But yeah, man. So gotta I, keep up. I guess it's time. So we talked about all the weapons and. Um, <laughs> Who's gonna piece it all together? Yeah. So we did land the quarterback of the class. We, you know, it was. It was. We've said it on the pod. I've covered it. Like you know, if Jake Garcia doesn't get in. I don't know who we get. And, you know, we got him. And, you know, it's crazy. Um, I, I've dropped some of his highlights already on Twitter. I'm going to have his whole film review. You know, he definitely has some things to clean up. Um, but he's a high school quarterback, so he, there's always things to clean up. And, you know, the kid made a move across the country, went to one high school, balled, then had to go to another high school. It's balling. You yes, know, sir. had to learn two offenses. And, and it's always interesting to see how a quarterback can adjust, can learn. Yes. And, you know, improving in the weaknesses from high school to college and then obviously going forward from the college to the NFL level. But, you know, being with the circumstances you said, moving across country and having to learn, you know, a whole new state and a whole new team and a whole new offense. Twice. 
putting up, you know, that first five that in that first five games, putting up that that thousand yards, ten touchdowns. Yeah, and you know, I showed you he had some impressive throws. Um, one thing that you know gets off about me is his he has good technique. Um, his his leading foot is always pointing towards his receiver. His release is compact. The ball's close to his body, and it comes out fast. So that's something I really like about him. He had a couple of plays where I was like, "Damn, he about to get sacked. Damn, he he not about to get this ball out." And it comes out okay. so fast. It's like a short. It's like a short stop. They're trying to get a quick out. Just let me say. Let me say something. This could be wild. By the way, shout out to the airplanes that pass by every five minutes. I think it's like a, a security for us. I know we're recording down here, but let me say this: North Dakota State Carson Wentz. Um. Obviously, now in the NFL, it's funny. I, and I'm, and I'm going to point out the fact that you're looking at me crazy right now because <laughs> I, I, I appreciate that. The way that Carson Wentz knows how to get the ball out, different angles, with pressure in his face at the time. Not we can't. T- Carson Wentz has yeah. a, a weird yeah, sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To I'm, name, I'm right? not. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I, I was looking at you because I mean I just never pieced that like together. I, I never I thought of that. I'm so just, I was just looking at I'm you just, to see I'm, what you would say. But I know Carson Wentz has a sour ring right now. I mean I'm not a hater. This is a number Wentz. two overall draft pick, and there was good reason. Whatever, whatever. I don't care about all that. But just seeing how he used to play when he had his confidence, tall, long arm. Can get the ball out different angles. Is not scared to step into it. Makes good throws, and it's not everything about him. It's, it was just something that I kind of, on on initial glance, mm-hmm. it struck me. So I just I just wanted to kind of yeah, throw that out no there. problem. I mean, I mean, I would love to have a Carson Wentz type production and by at, no at quarterback. Means am I saying the talent? <laughs> I'm just saying what what I see in in the arm. Uh, in the arm aspect of it, and, yeah. and he had up. a play where he was, you know, getting, you know, he had it was chaotic in the pocket. He had a step up, step to the side. He was falling backwards, and he launched the ball sixty yards in the air. And it just goes. It, it, it was sixty yards in the air, and it, he was literally falling backwards. It was a bomb, and it went right like past his receiver's hands. So, like, it was chaotic, and, like, he literally had, like, two defenders about to, like, grab him. He's falling back, launches this ball. Like, it was it was honestly an impressive throw. And um, I'm very excited about him. Like, I really want to, you know, because we don't know if De'Ara King's going to come back. A lot of people are gaining more confidence that he'll come back. Hopefully he does um, so he can work on some things. He knows need to work on some more, you know, with deep balls and things like that. And his and you know, just work on stuff in general. But you know, he's good enough to go, in my opinion. Don't know if he'll stay at quarterback. Not in my opinion. But like, Sorry. I mean, he's good enough to. I, he's good enough to. I, I would understand. Like, okay, right, making a decision. Yeah, you know, like he's good enough. He's good enough to make a business decision. Yeah, exactly. So like, but I, I know that he loves the game, and I know that he really wants the best for himself in the game so yeah so i i i hope he comes back but um but even if respect, he doesn't yeah, like i, I would my dream scenario like my dream would be okay king comes back in 2021 garcia and tyler van dyke you know are backup quarterbacks and you know they're fighting for that number two spot you know they're gonna have to fight for that number two spot and it's because that's gonna hold weight for next year it's not gonna you know be oh he was number two last right. year so he's gonna start it's gonna be, you know, it, that's just, just open a, season. yeah, that's just competition, you know, and you know, having two four-star quarterbacks, you know, with elite arm strength uh, that Tyler Van Dyke has, I'm very high on Tyler. I spoke to you about him uh, earlier before the podcast. I'm not gonna, you know, say what I said on air, um, but I'm very high on Tyler. I, I just, 
I love a quarterback who has to, you know, fix his hair every time he throws the ball. <laughs> like, sign me up. <laughs> What's interesting, you know, about that is that if, if the, you know, day comes that Derek King does declare and, and figures that's the best decision, okay, you have Tyler Van Dyke and you have uh, Jake Garcia. And it, it will be open season. If Tyler Van Dyke wins that job, that's just that's just a credit to Van Dyke. Yeah, that'd right? be a credit and, and to that's Van Dyke. A, that's a good sign in a sense, right? Yeah, that's it's like a, great it's a good problem I'm, I'm, to have. I'm, yeah, it's a great problem to have. It's a problem that every team that we're trying to beat and chase has. Um, so we definitely want that. Um, not even getting ahead to the competition, just like signing him, right, right. you know, closing on a quarterback, an elite quarterback like that, and just that you know. feels the way we do about him. Yeah, exactly, and like <laughs> just coming to feeling. coming to Miami, and you know you're gonna compete. You know Tyler Van Dyke's there. You're gonna compete. So let's just go. On Twitter he's too. recruiting. Shout out to yeah, Garcia. exactly. Shout out to Jake Garcia. Garcia to the U movement was lit. Yes, sir. Um, but I just want the QB room to be filled with that type of talent. Like no more Cade Weldon's. We're not gonna take no more Cade Weldon's. Not no disrespect to him, but just you no. Know, like we should be done with that. You know, like of course you're gonna have some four stars who don't pan out, like Perry. You know, we were all high on Perry. I think some, you know, things that at Miami, you know, hurt him really much in his development. You know, if he had went to a place, you know, where a guy like Lashley in his system, I think he would be better. Yeah, um, switching I, him and Tate Martell and uh, Jaron Williams out <laughs> and, every and, four downs oh, oh <laughs> wasn't, wasn't pretty good for him. Yeah, either. speaking of Tate Martell, <laughs> I had somebody ask me on Twitter if uh, if I knew if Toy, uh, Tate Martell could backpedal <laughs> to play corner. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> and like it was uh, honestly it made my day I, I was laughing so hard bro he was like yo hey man you got any film of Tate Martell back that <laughs> <laughs> I was like yo uh, like not even I bro like if somebody has that film bro like all power to him I need it <laughs> like all power to him um yeah bro like just signing a guy like Garcia like you know having an easy signing day like there was no drama like Garcia had a little bit of drama but I understood it because the guy the coach who was like you know he announced that Garcia was was signing with Miami before he like drew his hat out did anything so he he went off live did this whole oh I'm uh you know you know come back on live and you know show the school I'm really signing with but we all knew it was UN but I mean I feel bad the guy messed up his moment <laughs> he gave he tipped the hand crazy everybody in this i was watching the live feed shout out to marsh my dog marsh was in there shout out to yeah. shout out to hurricanes marsh yeah shout out to hurricanes marsh got his own gift now for Gar- he started that garcia to the u trend Jumping in the pool. Yeah, that was a, <laughs> that's classic you that's, feel that's me? i love that gift in hurricanes history yeah hurricanes twitter history I'm, I'm about to use it soon um i just gotta make sure i use it properly i don't want to waste it yeah that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's a lit gift that one gotta run the numbers up you feel me so um yeah, man, just that—that's really it for offensive side of the ball. I mean, I'm—I'm I'm just very happy and in the direction that we're taking. You know, with the guys we're landing, like I mean, Jake Garcia, four-star quarterback; Romello Brinson, a four-star uh, receiver; Lawrence Seymour, four-star guard; Jacoby George, four-star receiver; Brashad Smith, four-star receiver; Six, seven, three hundred. You feel me, like? Oh uh, yeah, McLaughlin, a yeah. four-star. You know, <laughs> Elijah Royal, four-star. Thad Franklin, a four-star running back. We didn't even talk about Thad Franklin. I forget about Thad Franklin. I'm glad we. I'm glad we realized that we forgot about him. He ran for over 2,300 yards as a junior. Like that's not a typo. That's not nothing. Like yo, running over 2,300 yards in a high school 
or like it doesn't matter like you're playing down here at shamada like you're going at top talent you're winning state he ran like 300 yards in the state championship game like one thing <laughs> about that one thing about that is that he ain't going backward nah, six, he's six one two twenty five he's gonna fall forward solid he's running hard he's not gonna evade contact he will run through you he's not you know the speediest guy to get around you, but once he does run through you, yeah, he he can pick up speed. He could, he could. His top end speed isn't great. Um, it's really his acceleration for me that's what's lacking. If he can get his acceleration up, his top speed is good enough for you know he's a right. power back. Let's not let's like let's not expect him to be like night in or chain for sure. But he does know how to hit the hole. Oh yeah, no, his his his, his running vision, ability is his vision lit. hitting the hole and then you know gaining some more of that acceleration yeah, getting in that weight room yeah he his best trait i seen him live a couple of times like we were talking about you know shout out to my little bro Keevan played at american heritage over yes, there sir. ASU, shout you, know? Out Key. you know what i'm saying so uh, i was i'm always at the high school games watching my dogs um you know excel and chase their dreams and uh i did see Thad Franklin live twice against american heritage and boy he knows leverage like that's something that you know is special like that's a, that's that's not something you can coach you know you can't tell it you can't teach a guy to you know run up to the line of scrimmage and you know make that jump cut yes, you know by making the def- defense you know go this way and then come back like that's just something that is a natural ability and so he he knows leverage and even in the open field he's not the fastest guy um, but you know he t- he runs at you with the proper angle. You know makes the defenders you know, to have to make down. a choice. Like am down. I am I gonna chop right now, <laughs> or like am I gonna be one of those guys bouncing <laughs> off to his thighs on huddle, <laughs> or like am I gonna go high and be one of those guys? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like welcome. Like there's a circle for you, bro. There's a wait. Watch this, or there's a wait for it, and then a right. circle around you. Um, so it happens quick. Um, so I, I love that, and you know Robert Burns is that bigger back on the roster right now. Um, so it would be nice to have two of them, to be honest. You know, so why not? Why not have you know a running back room that's five deep, and uh, you know even if one of them or two of them elect to go elsewhere eventually, I don't think we will have much attrition there. Maybe Burns, if anything. Um, but you know it's just nice to see you know four running backs you know you never know like thank god we haven't been hit with the injury bug like that at running back but you know we've seen it happen to teams every year um so you just need to be stacked at that position that's facts well that was the last of the offense recruits definitely definitely not uh the least of the offense recruits (laughs) yeah we'll we'll shout out I mean, we're gonna shout out Andre Borregales, Andres. We'll shout yeah, him out. Just cause he gonna put on uh, put up points, you know. what I'm saying know, he's contributing to that scoreboard now. You feel me? So yeah, he he, yeah, he putting up points. He probably gonna end his career with more points than you know everybody else, other than maybe Jake Garcia. Um, you know, if he does become a starting quarterback. Um, but you know, Borregales is definitely gonna lead in scoring, probably yes, in the sir. class. And and y'all go vote for his older brother. Yeah, Jose. If you haven't voted already for Jose. Um, go ahead, bro. He needs that award. Um, he only missed two kicks this year, which were both blocked. Um, so you know he he just brings stability to the Ridiculous. to the position, and you know I, we were happy to have him. And he only has one missed tackle <laughs> <laughs> all season. So. Oh my god! <laughs> nah, but man, thank you guys for listening. This was a it was a good one. We're gonna talk about defense uh, next week, or or maybe probably in a few days here, and uh, we'll also have. You know these clips up, Steve O, Steve O T D D three sixty five, Steve O, 
Yeah, man. And I'm uh, gonna be cutting up some clips and some film on these uh, on these guys. So stay tuned to that. Follow on Twitter at three sixty five Canes Info. Uh, shout out to Kane's Legacy. Shout out to Kane's Insight. Go follow them. Yeah, shout out to Grant Long. That's shout out to Grant Long. Shout out to Marsh. Yeah, everybody. And I uh, appreciate you guys for listening, man. And uh, we'll, we'll see. If, you know, February signing day is coming up. I'm going to do some film reviews for, you know, all the commits that have signed. You know, June's already working on some of the O-linemen. Um, so, you know, that's oh, that's his. Man, he loves that trench. So, you know, I let him run with it. You know, we have some good prospects. I, I told him already, man, just watch the pad level. Uh, they they play with excellent pad level and he he saw it immediately. So we're we're very excited about that. We can't wait to get those film reviews out. Yes, sir. But listen, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, uh, Happy Kwanzaa. Yeah, what are we missing anything? Shout out to y'all boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. Three sixty five. We out.